Hello, welcome to the Negative Positives Podcast, episode number 56. I'm your host, Mike Gutterman, coming to you from the Gutterman Cave on a Thursday night, kind of getting towards the end of the work week here. And it's supposed to warm up this weekend here in Louisville, Kentucky. I think we're supposed to get up to like, I don't know, 40s, 50s on Saturday and up to 60 on Sunday. And I can't wait. So tired of this frigid weather. I had to do a podcast tonight. Got off of work a little bit early, but I really had to do one because tonight at work, (laughs) I listened to the Film Photography Podcast, their latest episode. And literally, they talked about everything that I said on my last podcast. And that was just a total coincidence. I don't want you all to think that I just listened to their episode and just got all the information from them. (laughs) And and just regurgitated it out for my last episode. It was a complete coincidence. They literally talked about the uh, Stearman Press 4x5 tank and... uh, the Kodak bulk roll film prices. Now, I did get my information about the Kodak bulk roll film prices coming down and being cheaper from an email they sent me uh, earlier in the week. Uh, so I did copy that information from them, but you know I needed to pass that on. But the, I just could not believe they were talking about the same developing tank that I was talking about in my last episode. And it just sounded like I just completely copied and <laughs> plagiarized their podcast. But that's not the case. It was a complete coincidence, and uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if my last episode came out before their newest episode or whatever. But uh, I'm just going to assume they're listening to me and getting their information from me, right? <laughs> I, I pretty much doubt that. But uh, but yeah, those guys are great. And just saying, I, I would never like try to like just copy their sh- their show and get all my news from them and tell you guys that stuff because everyone's already listening to them right there's not a probably a single podcast film photography podcast listener out there that doesn't listen to the fpp but i I couldn't believe it i thought oh man when i was listening to the episode i was like everybody's just gonna gonna think i listened to their episode and then just got on the phone and made my podcast saying everything they just said but uh one thing when they were talking about the Stearman press it's the four by five developing tank uh the reason they brought it up and i didn't know this so I am going to regurgitate some information from their show, I guess, which if you've listened to it already, you already know this, but that 4x5 developing tank from Stearman Press, the SP445, it's very tall and skinny, and apparently some people were having trouble with it tipping over during the process of developing the 4x5 sheet film. So they are apparently coming out with a base that the, that the developing tank sits into to keep it from tipping over, and it'll also serve as like a drying rack for all the tank pieces afterwards so uh, apparently it's going to be pretty cheap 15 20 bucks or something like that I, I don't know but I did I am stealing that information from them so if you listen to their latest episode uh, you'll hear all about that and they probably explain it better than I did but uh, yeah I um, I just thought it was funny and wanted to make sure you guys knew that Oh, why should I listen to this podcast? I can, I can just listen to the Film Photography Project podcast, and uh, then Gutterman's just going to sit there and tell us exactly what they, t- what they told us. But, you know, it was a coincidence. It was funny, and I thought, oh, man, I look like a real, a real maroon. But, uh, 
Uh, let's see, what else here? Um, I found out about, I think I mentioned this several podcasts ago, um, about Kodak uh, 120 film having some film paper, uh, the paper backing issues with it, with like the numbers on the paper backing bleeding through onto the emulsion of the film. And that was the reason why Kodak uh, T-Max 100 and T-Max 400 and some Tri-X uh, in 120 format was pretty scarce for a while and back ordered and so yeah I investigated that a little bit and let me tell you a little bit about what I found out so if you haven't seen this problem with uh, the some of the Kodak 120 films uh, if you do a Google search uh, you'll probably find a lot on it uh, basically the paper backing they went with a different type of paper backing and um, the ink that prints the numbers on the paper backing was actually like getting into the emulsion somehow. And you would see on your photos a little like ghost image, kind of a faint image of the numbers. And even like say even it would say Kodak or whatever in the very faintly and and especially if like on skies and a photograph or any like dark patches of the photograph, you could kind of see it. And... So Kodak had to pull all this film, and that's why for a long time, uh, T-Max 100 was on constant back order, and I think they got four, T-Max 400 and Tri-X, uh, they got those uh, uh, fixed more quickly, I guess. But it led a lot of people to falsely believe that these films were going away or they were being discontinued, and that wasn't the case at all. Kodak was just trying to get this figured out and get it fixed. And... So that I was doing some research on the inter, interwebs about it tonight while I was at work, and uh, we had a little breakdown for a couple hours, so I had some time to do a little Google searching, because I've got quite a bit of you know 120 black and white film in my freezer. I was like, I wonder if I have any of this film that's affected. Well, it turns out I have three T-Max 100 uh, Pro Packs, the five packs of 120 film. So I have 15 rows of T-Max 100 that the emulsion number on the side of the box uh, lands in this uh, particular production run that should probably, will probably have the bad paper backing. So I emailed Kodak as was per instructed on the interwebs uh, to see if maybe they can replace it for me. I'm not sure if they will. Uh, the film is been in my freezer and I'm sure it's still good but it is just like a month or two expired at this point but I emailed them to see if uh, maybe they'll replace it for me they they were replacing film uh, bad film for a lot of people so I don't know if I'm too late for that but I'll keep you informed on what their response is after, when they respond to my email if you uh, have any film in your freezer 120 black and white Kodak film you might want to check it out these emulsion numbers and see if you have any bad ones before you go and take important shots with them. Um, I'm going to tell you the emulsion numbers here. Uh, you can find it on, on the internet, but I'll go ahead and tell you. Maybe you can write them down quick or I don't know. But if T-Max 100, the emulsion numbers you got to worry about is 0961 through 0981. On T-Max 400, you have to worry about emulsion numbers 0148, 004, 
to 0152. And on Tri-X, the bad emulsion batches were 0871 to 0931. And again, all that information is on the internet. And the emulsion number is, you'll see it on the box, um, um, kind of close to the expiration date, somewhere on the box. I believe it's even printed also on the foil packet uh, inside, you know, like this, the single foil packets that you open up to get the roll of film out. I think the emulsion batch number is on there as well. Uh, but yeah, it, the interesting thing is when I'm reading about this, apparently there's like only like one or one manufacturer for the the paper backing for 120 film. Like Ilford and Kodak, they all use the same manufacturer to manufacture this paper backing. Um, and the reason it took so long to get this fixed and get like T-Max 100 and 400 back out on the market while I was back ordered for so long is that this factory that makes this paper backing was um, having a real shortage. Like they were, I don't know, backlogged, I guess. And um, so they, they had to wait to get more new, improved, uh, non, non-bad paper before they could get these films back out on the market. So we'll see if I get 15 rolls of replacement film from Kodak. I honestly probably can't blame them if they don't replace it because I might have waited too long. But everything I've heard about them is they've been really good about, you know, uh, taking care of their customers on this type of thing. And, you know, billions and billions of rolls of Kodak film has been manufactured and this is the first I've ever really heard of a manufacturing problem. So, you know, stuff happens. I don't really blame them. I've shot Kodak film my entire life. And I've never had a problem with it. And luckily I found this out before I shot all this film. And, and you know, so that might save me a little bit. So I'm going to, I can give them a pass. And, you know, hopefully they'll replace it for me. If they don't, well, you know, it's not going to stop me from buying Kodak film. But, um... But, you know, they're, they're, they've been pretty good about taking care of people. And, you know, for a company that's made as much film as they have, everybody makes mistakes, right? And I just, I think it's odd that there's only like, that everybody's using the same uh, paper backing manufacturer. Uh, apparently they make the paper to each company's spec. So uh, I think Ilford might have had a slight problem at one time with it, but... They weren't affected by this because I guess whatever their specs were on the paper uh, didn't didn't affect it. Uh, apparently, one thing that both companies have done, Ilford and Kodak, with Kodak with this new improved paper, is the numbers are now f like fainter, like they're not as dark as they used to be on the backing paper. And a lot of people say that's making it a little more difficult to see through like the red windows of some medium format cameras. If you have a, like, like a Hoga or whatever that has like the, or old, you know, old cameras that have the red window for you to see the numbers to advance the frames. Apparently one of the fixes is to make these numbers lighter. So they're not, they're like a, they're like gray instead of black. And so they're a little harder to see in like red windows apparently. I think it's really odd what 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 changed here like 
for years we had nice black crisp numbers on our backing paper that you could easily see in those red windows and didn't cause any problems. Why is it a problem now? Who knows? Could be something to do with that manufacturer of this paper backing. Maybe they they can't do dark black numbers without it showing up on the emulsion. <laughs> it seems like it seems very strange to me, but Anyway, if you if you look in your freezer and you see you have uh, some Kodak film that's affected, uh, the email address to email is profilm at kodakalaris.com. That's profilm at kodakalaris. Alaris is A-L-A-R-I-S dot com. And I actually sent a photo in my email of the boxes, the ProPack boxes that I have. With the, uh, uh, you know, with the emulsion numbers clearly in the photo, and uh, hopefully that'll help my cause a little bit on that. But something you might want to look into: check your film freezers, people. And you know, I don't. And I don't know if like is Kodak gonna make me send this bad film back to them because maybe they want to destroy any evidence of them making a mistake. <laughs> I don't really know how that's gonna work. But if they don't make me return it, you know what? I'll probably still shoot it. I'll probably shoot it in like my Holga. <laughs> because who cares? It's a Holga, right? And I don't know. Maybe it'll be a, a lo-fi, lumography style thing to have numbers and the Kodak name printed on the sky of my photos. And <laughs> Maybe that'll be deemed cool. But uh, super lo-fi, right? Who knows? Anyhow, I'll keep you guys informed of what I hear back from Kodak. And, uh, yeah, you might want to look into this if you have some uh, film in the freezer. Um, 120 Kodak black and white film. All right, that's the end of this episode of the Negative Positive Podcast. You can see my photography on Facebook at Mike Gutterman Photography, on Instagram at Gutterman Photo, and you can email me at guttermanphoto at gmail.com. Everyone stay positive. Take some cool film photos. And I will see you soon. Thank you very much.